Welcome to the I Get Better podcast with your hosts, Charlene Renee and Phaedra Smith, where we discuss topics related to life, love, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and how we can all get better together. Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I am your host, Charlene Renee. And I'm Phaedra Smith. And on today's topic, we're going to be talking about how I get better when I ask for help. Yes. So I think that this will be an interesting topic because I think it plays a role in all of our lives at some point, being able to ask for help. So the first thing we like to do is define the word. Yes. So looking at the dictionary definition of the word help and what it means, it is a verb and it is to make it easier for someone to do something by offering one's services or resources or to serve someone with something, objects, food, drink. And so helping is basically assisting someone with your resources or services. Well, also, when we're talking about helping is serving someone and then asking for help is being able to be served, which I think is interesting that a lot of us, not not all, but a lot of us struggle with, we're good at serving others, but we're not always good at being served. And so I think that that's very interesting. So yeah, I think it's interesting that, um, and, and, and also in the... I guess it also depends on your culture and community that you grow up in because I know growing up, going to church, we are very much taught that we are supposed to serve others. We serve, you know, our families, especially in, you know, our culture, the black community, depending on your family type. But my mom and my grandmother, the women in the family were very much traditional in that they served their spouses and their family members with food. They would always eat last and but. One one thing that I noticed is they all also have a lot of trouble with accepting help, being served. And so I think that that's very interesting. And and I wonder if we we miss the point also. It's not just about serving, but also being served, being able to be served. So. Right. Yeah, because you can't you can't have help without a giver and a receiver. So someone has to always be on the receiving end. It's about the discussion we're going to be talking about today is how you can increase your ability to ask for help yes and recognize when you may need some help and not being afraid to ask for it when you need it yeah so why do you think it's so important to be able to ask for help and receive it I think it's important because it it goes back to the idea that community is so much, there's so much power in it. And, you know, from the beginning of time, you had this concept, even if you want to use the biblical reference, you know, God says that it's not good that man should be alone. So one of the reasons for that was that he felt that he needed a helper (laughs) there. So he said, I'm a helper. And so there's so much that could be done when you are willing to acknowledge that you can't do everything. No one is able to physically do everything. Um, And so being able to ask for help allows things to get accomplished, allows 
for people who have a particular skill set to be able to assist in making something better for people who are feeling overwhelmed to be able to get some relief because they don't have to take everything on their back and their shoulders and so helping is something that's necessary it's just being able to ask for help can sometimes get difficult when you may come from a certain culture or a mindset of you uh, need to be independent or you don't want to be reliant on someone or you don't want to feel like you owe somebody which we kind of getting into maybe some of the barriers to asking for help but it's important because you just there's power in it there's power in helping and being helped right and you mentioned you mentioned community and i like that word and that community is so important and i was just looking up you know why it was important but it says it allows us to support one another to interact to share experiences and struggles so having this open bond with others is what builds valuable relationships and gives us a deeper sense of belonging communities are rich with resources and your strengths may be someone else's weakness and vice versa which is sort of what you went into also and so i think you know you can't have the one without the other or it's difficult to have the one without the other i also think that if we look at it in a in a sense of community we are also we we need to be able to receive help because that enriches us as a society as a whole so trying to do everything on your own like you said is i mean it really can be um detrimental and so i think that that really go that kind of brings us into the next little portion which is like some consequences of not asking for help or the barriers that get in the way of not asking for help well definitely some consequences to not asking for help is that you may mess some things way all the way up like just (laughs) You know, thinking that you know it all, thinking that you can handle everything and you just go out and set about doing a task and you just do it completely wrong. You mess right. it up, you cost yourself time, you cost yourself money. That may be more uh, generic, but it, it's really like you can really mess yourself up by not asking for help in its proper time. Right. And then you looking foolish at the end of the day <laughs> because right. you just wouldn't ask for help. I mean, you have kids that do that. They go, instead of coming to ask you for help, they go and try to figure it out and they tear some stuff up. Like, yes. I know mine have. I'm like, why didn't you just come and ask me? <laughs> right. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought, I didn't know. <laughs> and then... Uh-huh. They tearing up stuff. But, you know, adults do it too. I've done it. I've messed some stuff up just by thinking that I didn't need to ask for help. And then I have to go back and redo do it when I could have done it right the first time. Right. Or someone else could have done it right the first time. Right. I agree. Well, I, and I also think that, I think that it, there's something in, there's a saying that really kind of talks about, like, reinventing the wheel or not learning from someone else's mistakes but we can't learn from others mistakes if we're not open to asking for help and also like so there's a quote that says a man should never be ashamed to own he has been in the wrong which is but saying that he is wiser today than he was yesterday and I think a lot of times you know in that quote I think a lot of times people 
don't want to admit that they're wrong. Or like you said, they don't want to admit that they don't know something. But on top of that, here's another flip side to that. Some people don't have a problem with that at all. Some people just, there's a problem with being vulnerable because there's a vulnerability that really goes into being being asked, being served. Like you sitting down and allowing your feet to be washed. You know, you sitting down and allowing someone to bring you something. There's a there's a vulnerability that goes into um, and goes into that, and some people just aren't comfortable with that. And so, I think the consequence of that is not really being able to experience, you know, that act of love, love, like not being able to experience the compassion of others. I think that there's something in that when we talk about love. I think it's not about just giving, but it's also about being able to receive it and feel feel how it feels to be to be loved on. I think that that's also a very practical consequence that we don't always think about. Yeah, that's true. I I don't think about it that way, you know, that what you're missing out on as it relates to the experience of love and compassion. Yeah, yeah. So some barriers that might get in the way is our our pride. Definitely. I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) Pride (laughs) all the way. Pride is a big barrier to asking for help. Yeah, Um, for sure. I think some people don't know that it's pride, too. I think you can fool yourself into thinking, well, I'm doing something good by doing it on my own. I'm not asking for help or they look down upon people who ask for help like you should just do it yourself or you're less than if you don't do something for yourself yeah pull up your bootstraps yeah so it's like well everybody needs help I don't care how rich you are how smart you are where you come from your background your gender (laughs) (laughs) men um (laughs) You need to ask for help sometimes. It doesn't matter who who or what. It's something that you may, like I said, may not attribute to pride, but there's definitely pride there. I know that from experience because I was always, in my past, a person who really did not want to ask for help. Years and years and years of that. And it was like, I could just do it on my, I could do it myself. I could do it on my yeah. own. I don't need anybody to, to help me. Well, as a as a woman, and then as especially like I can only speak from being a black woman. I think a part of our culture is that's the equivalent of being strong is you're independent, and then but the definition of independence kind of uh, is kind of passed down that you don't need the man or you don't need anybody, and so you end up living this very isolated life sometimes where you kind of go about things the hard way when again that is not how life was intended we are supposed to be community and you know but because maybe of selfishness because of you know passed down definitions or roles or you know gender roles that you walked into or um also like fear if i ask for something then somebody might ask me for something or I don't know, is that what it's called? Maybe fear? Is it, that might be something else, but. I think fear is a part of it. Some people yeah. are afraid to ask for help. Some people are afraid, not only that if I ask, they may ask me, but if I ask, they may say no. Yes, fear And they rejection. don't want to be rejected. Yes. They don't want to feel embarrassed. Or yep. they don't want to feel shame. So they will avoid asking for help. So going back to that, which we have a a podcast on that, (laughs) Um, you know, letting go of fear, letting go of shame, letting go of guilt, 
go check it out when you get time. But um, yeah, not not just being afraid that if I ask or I ask and I will owe you something. Yeah. I will be indebted to you. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's just there's a there's a I think that comes about about from this philosophy of nothing in life is free. And people think yeah. that. And so it's like, well, if I ask for help, nothing comes free. So they're probably going to expect me to do something for them. Yeah. Or they're yeah. going to expect me to pay them back. And now I can't even get help, you know, because I just, it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. I don't know what's going to happen. And so those are things that can paralyze you and keep you in a place where you won't ask for help because of that fear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, just to tell a little, uh, obviously, you know, my background is in trauma. And so I know that a lot of trauma people have this sense of a need to be independent because, you know, they have past traumas that there's a trust issue there. And so I also think a barrier can be not healing from the past, past letdowns and, and past uh, issues with trauma with other people and situations. So just to tell you a personal story real quick. I don't know if this is a personal story. It's not me because I can't think of anything about me. But I remember I remember going into when I was in property management, I went into there was a young lady that she was new at it and she was completely overwhelmed and she didn't tell anyone that she was overwhelmed. She wasn't asking for help. She, In fact, she was telling people, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. And then I, I was asked to go in to help see what was going on because clearly the numbers were showing things were not fine. And so I get to digging and, like, there is there are paperwork and files everywhere that she just really has been hiding from people. When, you know, and, and that's the thing, guys, at some point you can't hide it. Like, it's going to be apparent. So long story short, she got let go. And so I think that like a natural consequence is is also failure, which is the thing you probably are trying to avoid, right? Like, which is embarrassment and shame. But the act of asking for help requires, might require you to be vulnerable, which in turn maybe gives you a chance to reach your goal, which goes back to community. Like sometimes to reach your goal, you have to have other people holding your hand through certain parts of your walk in life. And so I just wanted to share that because I thought that that was very much relevant to why it's important to ask for help. Yeah, because you don't want to lose your your job by you being afraid to ask for help or admit when you are struggling. Admit when you have a deficit that needs to be filled or a skill that you just don't possess that needs to be improved upon. So, yeah, definitely. So let's talk about how to get better at asking for help. What are some things that we can do to start getting over these barriers, releasing some of these fears, tearing down some of this pride that has prevented us from asking for help? Well, one way that I could think of is just like the Nike slogan, just do it. I think competence breeds confidence. So doing it and maybe researching and learning more about it number one it's going to probably show you the how how important and, and like the success stories from getting help and from being with community and so 
that's going to maybe cut down some of these negative beliefs, incorrect beliefs, irrational beliefs that we sometimes struggle with. It'll show us, okay, well, maybe my way of thinking was not right. Like, look at all these stories and look at all these people that have made it through life. Let me talk. Let me get a mentor. I guarantee you the person that you're looking up to when you get it, when you get a chance to talk to them, they're going to tell you that they asked for help, that they got help in this, mm-hmm. which is going to help debunk some of, like I said, some of these negative beliefs about how you can do it all on your own without help. Yeah. And then you're right, just start. But, you know, taking a baby step, you know, they have something called self-help, right? Um, They call them self-help books because you don't have to go to therapy or or see somebody outside of the comfort of your own home. You can just go get help for yourself and you can do it anonymously. No one would ever know that you read a self-help book unless you told them. But that's a start. That's a start because now you're learning that there is something or you're you're engaging in a behavior that that's demonstrating that you're seeking something outside of yourself in order to get a need filled or a need met and so starting there and then also identifying within yourself what is it about me that prevents me from asking for help like I have to I'm trying to think back to the time where I really had to come to myself and be like you know why can't you ask for help? Or I think I had to get to the point where I just, I, it got to a point where I had to ask for help, but it wasn't an option. And then from there, I was like, okay, this isn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought <laughs> because I, it, it got to the, to the point where I had to ask for it or else I would have been, it would have been a detriment to me. And so getting more comfortable with it as time went by where I still do a lot on my own, but I am more comfortable with asking for help when I need to. I, I think I have grown. You know me long enough, Phaedra. So I was about say. to say, <laughs> I need to interject here. <laughs> but I, I will say this about people that are, are natural like servers and also very much independent and strong people. I think that one way I'll say for myself is I believe that the the more I the more people just kind of bombarded their way in sometimes that's what you have to do with me you have to be like take this mm-hmm. it got me used to being vulnerable and realizing that some people are safe people that you can trust that aren't they don't have ulterior motive they are just serving to serve and again so that goes back to being able to receive love and I think that it's not that I came from this troubled childhood but again I came from a community where I was taught how to serve but not really how to be served and so so for some people that might be seen as a weakness to be served because you know you serve the people that are lesser than and so when you have that kind of thinking and def- definition in your head of course you're not going to want to be the one to be to be served like why would you so like I'll say with Charlene you have to just kind of bombard your way in and just like throw stuff at her sometimes and then she be- develops this level of trust with you because you're a safe person but I think that not just her I will say I that is for me also it takes a level of trust for me to want to be be vulnerable with being able to say hey I'm struggling like I'm struggling this month like can you loan me some money I think you have to be able to be vulnerable and you can't do that with everybody 
you have to identify the right people to ask for help too. Right. I think that's another step to getting better. Don't just ask for help from any and everybody. I think that's an important distinction is to know who you can go to for help. You know, as much as some people feel alone in this world and they feel that they don't have anybody, that's not true. I think there's somebody for everybody in this world and not as a matter of romance, but just right. for help purposes. There's somebody out there that is willing to help you. And if you keep getting met with no's, then you're asking the wrong person. You're asking the wrong people. And so identifying who those people are, who you can go to from help for help is another step in getting better at asking for help. Right. So I really, I think this was a good episode. Check out our other episodes. I think that a lot of these things kind of piggyback on and complement each other. Sometimes like, so we've had episodes on, have we had an episode on peace yet? Not yet, but okay. we will be. Well, that'll, that'll be coming. But like patience or your purpose or relaxing or forgiving or love or acceptance, I think, or getting uncomfortable. Like we've had episodes on these things and I believe that they sometimes, I think going into like the thing, like being able to be uncomfortable, like that might be something that you need to deal with before you're able to ask for help. And so check, check out our other episodes. I think you'll be able to really gain a lot from looking back at those and listening and working your way through this thing we call life. So that is our time for today. Unless you have something else you wanted to add. No, I was just going to say, make sure that you like, share, comment, and subscribe to the I Get Better podcast. You can find us on all the popular streaming platforms. Yeah. And give us some feedback. Talk to us. Tell us about when you have struggled in asking for help and how you were able to overcome it. Yeah, that'd be great. We love feedback. Leave us a review. We love reviews. We like to know how we're be- we're able to really help, able to help your lives and impact your maybe relationships, personal or romantic. We'd love to be able to get some feedback on that also. So until next time, let's keep getting better so we can do better in order to be better.